Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy, or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful and Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. So welcome to seven things to expect when you declutter your home. So I am, hey, Amber. I'm very interactive with you guys here in the group. Um, I watch you guys really closely. I try to pay attention to everybody's progress and see where you're at. And hey, Brittany, um, my soul sister. Um, But I try to pay attention to where you guys are at because it helps me make content for you guys that's more relevant. It helps me support you guys better. It helps me help other future moms that can kind of tell them what to prepare. And that's what this video is about because, um, I've also decluttered my entire home. So I'm not just somebody who's like, Hey, if you want to declutter your home, here's three things you can throw away. I've done it. I've literally done it all with you. 
and the things that you guys bump into and the things that happen as you declutter your home, I went through as well. And I think sometimes it's really nice just to be able to have somebody tell you, Hey, here's what to expect. Um, you're not alone in this. This is probably something that will happen or something that will come up for you. And here's how to handle it. So, um, kind of like when you have a baby, right? Nobody like tells you what's going to happen. You're like, man, I wish that somebody would have told me that I don't, we, we don't need to talk about the details of that, but you know what I mean? Like, man, I wish somebody would have told me that's what it's really like. Um, so I could have prepared myself a little bit better. That's what today is about. Um, less intense because it's not birth. Um, okay. So the number one thing that I want you to know as you go and declutter your home is that it's going to take you time. Okay. It's going to take you probably more time than you anticipated and probably more time than you really wish. Um, but that's okay. Expect that and know that, and then you can plan for it. So I did mine in record time in about a month. Hello, Juliana. Hey girl. Um, I hope that guys, I send, or I sent Juliana a 24 pack of Idaho potato candy. So Juliana, I hope that you're eating that today. Um, so it's going to take you time and it's going to take you probably more time than you think. Like I said, I did mine in record time because I didn't have a choice, um, in about four and a half weeks. And that was me busting my butt every single day for four and a half weeks. And on the weekends, like no breaks, guys. I took breaks to sleep, shower, and eat. <laughs> um, and that was four and a half weeks still. So know that it's going to take you time. You're not going to get it done in one weekend. Okay, you can make a lot of progress in one weekend. But if you guys participated like in the purge-a-thon last week, one purge-a-thon isn't going to give you the clutter-free home that you want. Um, if you're in any of the decluttering courses that I offer, doing the course one time through or listening to the content one time through isn't going to give you that fully decluttered home that you're wanting. Um, it takes you a lot of time. And the reason that I set these things up, like the purge-a-thon, you can still do the purge-a-thon. If you signed up for it, I gave you the email so that you can have it when you need to do it again and when you need to review it. That's why when you sign up for a course, you get access to it for life because it's there when you need it, when you need to do it again. Um, a lot of moms, if Jean watches the replay, Jean is in seven days to uncluttered home. She's already done it three times on her own and just signed up to do the coaching with us for a fourth round. Um, because that's just how it is, especially when we're moms, especially when we have life happening all around us and we don't have, you know, our, our full-time job is not to declutter our home. Okay. We have everything else going on and we have to declutter your home. So it's going to take you time. It's going to take a lot of intentional effort. Um, it's going to take you energy and probably just more than you expected in the beginning. I think sometimes we want that quick fix. Okay. You can't, it's decluttering your home is not microwavable. Okay. It's a crock pot meal that takes all day, <laughs> not microwavable. It's not going to happen fast. Juliana, I'm so glad that you're eating your Idaho stud right now. Um, so funny. It's a, literally a potato candy guys. It's the craziest candy ever. Um, so it's going to take you time. Don't be discouraged by that. Don't give up. Don't declutter for a weekend or don't do the purge thon one time. Don't sign up for a course and listen to it halfway one time. Get into it, do the work and know that it's not microwavable. You can't push 30 seconds done. It's going to take you some time. Okay. Number two. Hey, Lindsay. Um, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Okay. 
before you purge, you're going to be, you're going to have a lot of like probably nervous excitement, maybe not knowing what to expect. You're maybe going to feel overwhelmed. You're maybe going to feel discouraged because you, you know how much work you have to do. You're not sure how you're going to get it done. Um, but that's okay to have that discomfort. I'm going to come back to the comments in a minute, guys. That's okay to have that discomfort. Don't be afraid of it and don't shy away from it. Embrace it and use it to motivate you. Okay. Use it to, um, fuel you. So I'm going to talk to you guys like about an anatomy and physiology lesson real quick and just hear what I have to say. And maybe it's one of those things that I say it the first time you guys like, okay, you're weird. That makes no sense. But fear is just excitement without the breath. Okay. What happens in your body when you get all that nervous energy? Yeah. Rochelle says stressed, um, that stressed energy, that nervous energy, it's like in you and you're like, Oh my God. But if you breathe through it, all of a sudden you get excited. Okay. And we're moms. So if you've given birth or anything about that, when you're having contractions and you seize up and you're like, Oh my God, like I'm dying. <laughs> when you breathe, it gets easier and it actually feels okay. Okay. I'm not saying it feels great. I'm not saying that anybody's like, man, I really love being in labor. I'd love to be like this all the time. Nobody's like, man, I'd really love to be in a perpetual state of decluttering my home the entire time. But if you can breathe through it and use that to fuel you and use that energy to move you forward instead of like hold you back and keep you stuck and make you feel really, really badly, you're going to do a lot better. So say it again, please. <laughs> um, which part? Um, Base, I don't know which part, which part you tell me what part you mean. Um, but use your, your discomfort as a motivator. So this is another thing that's really true for people too. A lot of times they're not inspired to make a change or take action until their discomfort gets to like record lows. And they're like, I can't take this anymore. Okay. What I'm feeling right now is worse than what it's going to feel like to actually have to do the work of decluttering. Okay. Like I'm at an all time low and, um, I know that a lot, oh, the fear thing. Fear is excitement without the breath. Like if you took a physiology class, what's happening in your body, like on a physical level, fear and excitement are the same if you breathe, but you have to breathe through it. Okay, you have to breathe through it to get to that excitement feeling. Otherwise, it's just fear and keeping you stuck and like trapped energy. Breathe through it and get it out. Um, which you guys are probably like, woo, crazy lady. But it's true, okay, it's true. Um, so use that discomfort as a motivator, use it to fuel you, use it to push you, um, and know that whatever you're feeling right now feels a lot worse than decluttering. Okay. Decluttering actually feels really good if you give it a chance and having that sense of relief and freedom and ease feels really good, especially compared to that, those negative and uncomfortable feelings that you're feeling before you declutter. Okay. And you're going to have those negative feelings like attached to things like, what if I get rid of things? Okay, good. You wrote it down. What if I get rid of things? You know, what if I need this? I need this just in case you're going to think about all those kinds of things. And it's going to feel uncomfortable because you're going to feel kind of scared. You're going to get trapped in those feelings of what we talk about a lot of like not enough, which not enough is never the problem. Um, you always have enough. Um, but know that it's going to feel a little bit uncomfortable and that's okay. Being uncomfortable is how you grow. That's where the magic happens. Nobody ever, you know, makes great strides in life because they stayed in a little bubble of comfort. Okay. You got to push yourself a little bit. All right. Number three, you're going to be the weird one. 
and be okay with that. Okay. I shared some stories before about um, like people coming into our house and being like, oh, you know, can't wait to see what it's like when you guys buy some more furniture um, for the kids to play hide and seek in. And um, you're going to, you're going to be a little bit weird. Okay. Be okay with that. We live in a society of people who love to buy things, who love to show off everything that they have, especially when it comes to kids and baby gears. Okay. It's really easy to get caught up in that keeping up with the Jones lifestyle because that is just the nature of our society. And it's, it's hard for me sometimes to remember that that's really what it's like because I disconnected myself from it so much, but I don't even realize that I'm weird anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm the weird one. Yeah. I don't even realize that it's weird anymore. Um, but, and I've told you guys before, like when we first moved to Florida and we had a very uncluttered home, I was self-conscious about that. I was like, oh my gosh, people are going to come into our house and be like, she's a terrible decorator or her house is so boring or her house is so plain or man, they must be really poor. Um, and uh, yeah, Marissa, Marissa, yeah, lots of people are like that. And I used to be really self-conscious about it and now I don't care. Okay. I love it. I love my free flag. I'm totally okay with it. Obviously I embrace it because I have a group of you guys who I'm teaching how to do it because I've found the freedom in it. I've found the ease. I found the happiness and just the authentic way of living that it is for me. And I want that for everybody. So, um, don't, don't be afraid to be the weird one. Okay. Kristen says excited to catch the reset or the rest on replay IP recipes on my phone. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to come back and check out on the comments real quick before we move on to number four. Um, Juliana, Juliana's eating her stud. Cassandra says I've done the seven days course either two or three times. I think I'm going to do it again soon. Yeah. It's really helpful. And it's there when you need it. I think my current full-time job is decluttering, but I can't go to work right now. All right. Shama, Shama's the exception. <laughs> She's kidding. Um, Emily says all the hearts and yeah, Marissa gets it about that person. So, um, Okay. Yeah. And Sherman just said, I love it. I don't want to be like the majority anymore. Yes. So you guys have probably heard me say it before, but when everybody's going right, I go left. Um, and I'm not telling you that you have to like be this rebel. You have to be like a renegade mom. You have to like be, a, you know, super freaky and weird and rub it in everybody's face, but be okay with living differently than other people. Be okay with people maybe taking notice of it and being like, what is she doing? <laughs> why is she doing that? Because it's going to inspire them. And that's a lot of times why I want you guys to post things in the group and share with your family and the friends, because if you're in here listening, some part of you knows that there's a lot of freedom in this lifestyle. There's a lot of freedom in decluttering and, um, sharing out with people is amazing. Rochelle says, I've always been the weird one. This is just for me. Yes. Um, I have two and, um, I, I, I just, I have always been weird. <laughs> So I embrace it now. Um, agreed. I don't want to be that person. Marissa. Um, and I don't want to be that person either. Okay. I don't want to be the person. And this is another time part where it gets kind of weird because obviously my friends in real life know me as like this, this lady who teaches people how to declutter their homes. And so when I go over to their homes, I don't want them to be like, Oh man, don't worry. You know, I'm going to declutter soon. Like, I don't care what you do in your home. It's your home. Make it feel good for you. And uh, if you ever want help, learning how to simplify, I can help you, but don't feel like I'm going to come into your house or like 
look at your pictures that you guys share and be like, oh girl, you should declutter because that's not what it's about. Okay. It's about making your home work for you. It's about making your home feel good for you. And when you do that, you inspire other people to do the exact same thing. So I don't ever want you guys to be like getting into the blog or getting into the courses and being like, I have to do it this way and this way and this way. That's really not how I try to design things for you guys to do. I try to design it in a way where it's like a framework where like, here's the action steps, here's the direction you can take it and then go do it and make it your own. Um, um, I can kind of like guide you down that path. <laughs> Lindsay says, embrace the weird. Yeah. Okay. So you are, you're going to be the weird one. People are going to be like, what are you doing? Um, and that's okay. Be okay with it. Um, okay. So number four is kind of on the same. Hey, Kendra. Um, it's kind of on the same note of being the weird one, but you're going to feel resistance. You're going to feel some resistance to being the weird one in that you're going to want other people to be where you're at. Um, Krista, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, she's so weird. She has nothing. Um, but you're going to feel some resistance from other people because you're going to want them to be where you're at. And, you know, I put these up on the podcast, so I don't know when you're listening to this, but this especially comes up like during Christmas time when gift giving happens and there's a huge influx of things in your home and you want your family and friends to give you the gift of experiences and they're not on board with that. And you have a lot of resistance to that because you're like, why don't they just understand that I don't want things? And I don't want you to fall into the trap of expecting everybody to live the way that you're living or to be making the changes that you're making. One of the things that happens when you live authentically and in a way that feels good to you is that it inspires others to be able to do that for themselves as well. Um, but if you are like pushing everybody to do it how you do or to be exactly like you or to conform to what you want, you're, you're no different than them. Okay. If they're like, man, you should have every latest and greatest gadget and gift and whatever in the world. And you're like, I don't want it. You should be like me. You're going to get like this, this continual clash and resistance and tension. And that's not what it's about. Okay. Don't just don't expect everybody to be where you're at or want the same things that you want. Um, if Kristen watches the replay of this her and I were talking about that where I was like, it's really nice to see a house like Kristen's because I think sometimes you guys see my house and you're like, oh, I should only have, you know, this many dishes or this many whatevers. And that's not what it's about. If you've seen Kristen's house, she has a house that is set up for her family that is manageable for her and meets all of their needs and wants. And it's completely different from mine. Okay. Um, hey, Caitlin. So don't fall into the trap of resistance of like what other people are doing, how other people are living and how it overlaps in your life. That's just life. Okay. Everybody's going to be doing their own thing all the time and you can be okay with yourself <laughs> and let other people do themselves too, without it like derailing your entire life. Um, same thing happens to me when I go to people's houses. I'm an interior designer. Ooh, that's amazing. And people think I'm always judging them, but I don't, I can shut that part of my brain off there to see a person, not their decor. Thank you for sharing that, Amber, because that's exactly right. When you're going into somebody's house, you're not going there to be like, oh, wow, you know, you should really maybe turn your chair a little bit this way. I don't know what interior designers do, but um, 
it's nice to know that, um, or I'm sure it's nice for your friends to know like, Hey, I came here to see you not, not work. Okay. Um, okay. So that's number four. Hey, Ashley. Uh, oh, Kristen's still here. Um, okay. Number five, I put my notes in and I mixed them up. So number five is know that when you are decluttering, it's going to feel like it gets worse before it gets better. Okay, you're going to be going through things. You're going to get a lot done. You're going to have to pull things out of cabinets and drawers and corners. And it's going to feel a little bit out of control, a little bit more messy, or maybe a lot more messy at first before it gets better. So it's kind of like when you start a new workout program and you're like, boom, I'm so excited. I'm going to go to the gym and work hard. And it's amazing and you feel great. And then you wake up the next morning and you can't move <laughs> because everything hurts and you're dying and it feels worse. And you're like, I should just quit now because I guess I'm not strong enough to do this kind of workout. No, that's, that's when the magic happens. When we talked about it at the beginning, work through that discomfort. The magic happens when you're just uncomfortable. Um, it's going to feel worse. It's going to probably look worse before it gets better, but don't stop. Keep pushing through. Um, keep pushing through because it is, it's going to get worse before it gets better. You're going to be like, maybe this just isn't meant for me and I should just quit. No, don't. You already pulled it all out. You already made a bigger mess. Keep going. Um, Shamra says, oh my goodness. Yes. It was so bad in the beginning. Yeah. Um, Kristen says I had a house guest judge my guacamole once. I can just imagine what else she was judging. Uh, that's hilarious and, and bold, not in a good way. Like there's a good bold and then there's like the, that bold. Okay. Um, okay. So it's going to get worse before it gets better, which ties into tip number six is that it's going to happen in phases and you're going to have ebbs and flows. So we just started the seven days to an uncluttered home group coaching and everybody is like roaring with excitement. They are ready to go. They are taking like, Hey, perfect timing. Sarah's here. Um, everybody is like, they're taking action. They're diving into the decluttering process and they are on. I don't know. I don't know why it doesn't. I need to make a list of people to invite, um, and spell their names. Right. So I can invite you guys. I'm sorry. I, or maybe I can mark it as an announcement. Let me know. You guys know in the comments. If I mark something as an announcement, do you guys see that I marked it as an announcement? Let me know. Cause then I can make sure that you guys can see it live. Um, but so everybody is like on this high right now. They are like going and going and going, doing, 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 purging, 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 super high activity levels. And that is fantastic. Ride that momentum, use that energy, make that progress, but know that it's going to happen in phases. Okay. You can't sprint for 30 minutes. Um, you can't declutter at that level for four months. I did it guys. And then I slept for like a week when I got to Florida. Um, not kidding. It was partly the time change, but, um, partly the time change and partly I was freaking exhausted, but, um, know that it's going to happen in phases. So when you're in that phase of like excited, ready to do this, oh my gosh, I'm going to throw away so much stuff. I'm going to make a huge dent in this, do it and ride that. And then expect that eventually it's going to taper off and you're going to have a little bit of an ebb and you're going to be like, okay, I did all that. I kind of need to recover and see what I'm going to do next. 
So when you are in that phase of like recovering and coming out of a really big deep purge session, um, be okay with that and use that time to maybe listen to podcasts or get into one of the courses and create a plan for what you're going to do in like two weeks when life slows down a little bit and you feel recovered. And in the meantime, just do like surface purges here and there or whatever you can when you get to it, but don't stop. Okay. Know that you don't get to this high and then you realize that I can't maintain this forever. And then you just jump off, you know, the edge of a a cliff and that's it. If you guys, you guys can't see what I'm doing with my hands on the podcast, but you know, you're going up, up, up. It's not like you just drop off and you're done. Okay. It's like an up and down and up and down and just be aware of that. I want to tell you that so that when you are in those phases of feeling like, okay, I need to take a break a little bit, listen to some podcasts, read some blogs. Okay. Um, get into a course, listen to some videos, get inspired, create a plan and just don't stop. Okay. Everything ebbs and flows. You can't go, 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 go forever in any, in anything. Okay. When you're working out, like I said, If you're doing sprint intervals, you sprint all out for 30 seconds and then you take a 30 second break, 30 seconds on 30 seconds off. Um, if, because we're moms and I like to make birth references, same thing with your contractions. You don't have a contraction for three hours. Okay. You have really intense contraction and then you get a break. Okay. That's just the cycle of life, like ups and downs, ebbs and flows, highs and lows. So expect that and know that your downtime can be productive in other ways. Okay. Resting your body is being productive. If you actually need to rest your body, don't say I'm going to rest my body for a year. Okay. Because that's not actually helping you, but be mindful and pay attention to it. Um, and for the moms who are in the group coaching course this week, you can absolutely go, go, go at least a little bit every day for the next six days, six and a half days. You know, we're halfway done (laughs) with day one. Um, and then after the week you can take a break and then you can do the course again in a few weeks because you have it for life. Okay. So that is number six. The seventh thing that I want you to expect as you're decluttering is that it's going to be the best decision that you ever made ever. Okay. And I know that sounds like a bold statement, but for the moms that I have worked with and the things that I have seen in my own life, decluttering things. So when you, okay, I'm going to try and try and get my thoughts together. Like life has a lot of moving parts. Okay. We have motherhood, we have marriages, we have our self-care, we have time management, we have careers, we have grocery shopping, we have kids sports, we have kids we're trying to raise, and we have this home that we are trying to manage of clutter. So it's the easiest place to start, which was what I always tell you guys, start with the easiest thing first. The easiest place to start and the easiest way to get relief in your life is by ditching your clutter because it's the easy, it's the things that are in your space. It's the easiest to remove, okay? It's not necessarily easy to dive into your marriage and be like, okay, what's the problem here? (laughs) It's not necessarily easy to be like, why are my kids always so defiant and resistant with me? Okay, especially when you have a physical space that's really overwhelming. Decluttering your home is the easiest place to start. And I promise you that if you take the time and energy that it takes to declutter your home, the next natural step is for all of these other things to start falling into place. And it's not just me that this happened to. It's not just other moms that this has happened to. It's other people out in the real world. It's other bloggers. So if you guys 
um, I'm not the only person who blogs and talks about this kind of stuff. I'm not the only mom who, who has done this. There are plenty of other bloggers out there who talk about, I decluttered my home and all of a sudden my marriage got easier. I decluttered my home and all of a sudden my kids were more content and happier. And it was easier to keep up on my housework. It was easier to recognize when I needed to make a career change. It was easier to have friends. It was easier to get a control of our finances and to get out of debt. Um, so just know that by decluttering your home, it's way more than having a clean house. Okay. It's so much more than that. Yeah. I think like 99% of the time, that's why people want to start decluttering and they don't realize the magnitude and the depth of benefits that there are by decluttering your home. Okay. That's really where it all starts. And I've talked about it before, so I will just bring it up again because, um, I know you guys don't hear like every video and every episode. Um, but when we moved to Florida and did our clutter, it was like instant relief. All of a sudden I was a fun mom. I was present for my husband. Um, we kind of touched on this before I was no longer having like headaches, um, or too tired to hang out with him or too tired to pay attention to him. Um, and guys like my husband and I, because we've been so nomadic, it was really rare for us to even have a babysitter in Alaska. We got a date night once a week, sometimes twice a week. We would go play soccer every Sunday and sometimes we would have like a Saturday date. Um, so we had babysitters and were able to actually spend more time with each other going on a date in Alaska. But our marriage in Florida, when we didn't have any of that was way, way better. Um, so that just goes to show the power of your home and the, the tone that it sets on your entire life. <laughs> Shamra, you're funny. Stalker, <laughs> you're funny. Um, I love it though, that you're here all the time. Um, so that just goes to show you like the impact that your, your home can have on the rest of your life. It can be really overwhelming and make every other area of your life overwhelming, or it can be really simplified and simplify every other area of your life. Okay. Um, and like I said, it's really, it's really hard. And I can tell you because I tried, it's really hard to address those bigger issues when you are overwhelmed by the things that are right in your space, taking up your time and your energy in the most loud and obnoxious way. Um, you know, like the dishes and the laundry and the piles and the mess and the things on the floor and the things on the table are what you're going to pay attention to first versus like, what's the root problem in our marriage. Um, does that make sense? <laughs> does that make sense? I don't like to give out like marriage advice, but I do like to talk about the impact that it had for James and I, because I am really proud of our, our marriage and our relationship and all the things that we have accomplished and overcome. And, um, I really do love our marriage. Um, it's pretty ideal. <laughs> ideal sounds like such a practical word when I'm really actually really passionate about our marriage. <laughs> if he ever listens to this, he's going to be like, wow, I'm so glad that you think our marriage is ideal. <laughs> Don't worry. It's so much more. Okay. I'm just trying to keep us a little bit of privacy. Um, okay. So that's it. Those are the seven things to expect when you declutter. I will do just a quick recap and let you guys put any additional comments or questions that you have that I can try and answer for you real quick. But number one, know that it's going to take you time. It's not something that's going to happen in a weekend. It's not going to happen in one purge one course. Okay. Do the course like more than once. The moms that have the most success do the courses more than once or do the purge more than once. And they participate and show up and do the work and they know that it's going to take time. 
and it doesn't happen in one day or one weekend or one week. <clears throat> um, and that's why I like to give you guys the courses for life um, so that you can revisit it as much as you need. Um, number two, it's going to feel uncomfortable. Okay. You're going to wonder what if you're going to be kind of hesitant and unsure, not knowing what to expect, just in case is going to creep into your mind. You're going to see all this money and just know that, um, a really satisfying and deeply fulfilling life doesn't happen in a comfort zone. you got to push yourself outside of the comfort zone and be okay with being uncomfortable for a little bit. That's where the magic happens. The magic that you're seeking is in the work that you're avoiding. Okay. Get uncomfortable. Number three, you're going to be the weird one. Uh, your friends and your family might be like, wow, what is she doing? And why is she doing that? Be okay with that. Um, it's really freeing. It's very empowering. It's very happy, authentic life that I live. Um, and I am 100% okay with being a weird one. Um, number four, don't feel like you need everyone around you to be the weird one with you. Okay. Don't let their resistance or their way of living, um, let you get combative. Don't be like, well, for Christmas this year, get us nothing or get us a museum pass or an experience. Okay. Cause people just aren't going to be where you're at and that's okay. Meet them where they're at and do you. You can 100% do you and live how it feels good to you without expecting everybody else to do it exactly like you. That would be boring if we were all the same. Um, number five, expect that it's going to get worse before it gets better. Okay. Um, that's just the nature of anything ever. It's going to feel worse before it gets better. And number six, it's going to happen in phases. Okay. You're going to have ups and downs and ups and downs and up and downs. And, um, that's okay. That's life. Things ebb and flow. Don't, don't just think that, okay, I did all this work and it was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. And then I needed a break and I dropped off and I never did anything again. No, <laughs> it goes up and down and up and down and up and down. And in those slower times is when you need to maybe get a little bit more introspective and be like, okay, what do I really want to do next? You know, the next area that I really go all out and decluttering um, what is going to be the most impactful thing that I can do? How can I prepare myself? What kind of podcasts or blogs or courses can I get into for to get ready to do this? And um, just don't stop. Okay, slow down, reevaluate, do a different type of work, but don't stop. Ups and downs, ups and downs. Um, and productivity doesn't only mean throwing things out or donating things or selling things. Productivity is recovery. Okay. And in fitness is the same thing. Okay. You get stronger during recovery because your muscles are rebuilding and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, and then the last thing is just know that by sticking with this and doing it and committing to it, it's going to be the best thing that you've ever done. You're going to have benefits in all other areas of your life. You're going to get clarity and ease and happiness and freedom in all other areas of your life. It's impossible not to. It's impossible not to see the benefits in your relationships and yourself and your confidence and your children and the relationships that you have in your career. Like it's literally impossible to have momentum in this area and to not have it um, trickle into all of the other areas of your home. Um, Sharma says, writing that down. The magic you're seeking is in the work you're avoiding. Yes, it's so true. Like in I think we all know like the thing that we avoid the most is usually the thing that we need to do the most. Um, that, yeah, that we really need to address. So I don't see any other questions 
Um, that was it for today. Seven days to an uncluttered mom home. Seven days to an uncluttered home moms. I will be checking in with you in the group. If you didn't see the email yet, I did send you an email and I'm excited to see what kind of progress you guys make and I will see you next time. Bye. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.